Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George and Benta. Hi, Gratitude Seekers, and welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today, um, I have a really special guest for you, all the way from uh, nature, <laughs> uh, because he is a lover of nature and of uh, sustainability and uh, of greenness. Um, it's Greg Peterson. Uh, he's a green living and sustainability innovator who is well known regionally. He has appeared extensively on television and radio and is a frequent guest on columnist for, and columnist for publications. Uh, his mission is to inspire people to embrace their own greenness, which he does daily by living what he speaks. Greg, can you tell us more about yourself and what you're actually doing? Hey, well, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Sure. So- <laughs> I live in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, that's in the middle of the desert in the United, Sta- United States Southwest. Uh, it'll get up to 120 in the summertime, which is what about, I don't know, 46, 48 uh, C. Uh, so it, it gets pretty hot here. Uh, and um, and the, the growing season, the cool thing is, uh, you know, we have a growing season that goes all year. Uh, so I live at a place called the Urban Farm. It's my home. It's a third of an acre right in the middle of the city. If you got up on the roof, which is right over there, and stood up there and looked, there's uh, houses for 50 miles all the way around. So literally, I am in the middle of an urban area. And the Urban Farm is, a, I always love this question. People ask me, how many acres do you have? And it's like, <laughs> I wish I have a third of an acre, one third of an acre which is uh, about 80 feet wide and about 160 feet deep. And on the property here, we've got three different kinds of solar panels. We've got edible landscaping in the front yard and the backyard. Uh, there's about 80 fruit trees here on the property. Um, yeah, yeah. And we do rainwater and gray water harvesting. I like to call it an environmental showcase home. <laughs> that's wonderful because yeah, what i do is i invite the public in periodically and ask them to you know look around and i show it off and and uh, answer their questions and plant the seeds for them to go be able to do this kind of stuff for themselves that's wonderful that's wonderful um and, sorry you were saying and about a year and two months ago we started our own podcast and congratulations to you that's actually where we met we met on podcasters paradise yeah <laughs> and uh, we started our own podcast uh 15 months ago uh which is rocking it's called the urban farm podcast surprise surprise <laughs> yeah <laughs> so people can learn learn about everything from eating healthy to living healthy to growing your own food and rainwater harvesting and so on and so on this is wonderful so that's my story and i'm sticking to it Awesome, awesome, and um, I love the fact that you you've built something so wonderful and uh, beautiful in your own backyard, and that you're connecting there with nature. Yeah. One of the um, the most mentioned uh, ways of uh, connecting with gratitude mm-hmm. is nature, actually. Yes, absolutely. Uh, by absolutely. the way, 
what is gratitude for you? What does gratitude mean for you, Greg? Oh, <sighs> I'll, I'll, uh, I don't know that I know what it means. I'll tell you what it feels like. How's that sound? Oh, perfect. Perfect. It feels like taking a great big deep breath like that and being present right here, right now and appreciating that which is around me. My favorite citrus tree is right here. I am so grateful for this tree. It gives me, well, maybe a hundred pounds of, pe- of, uh, of uh, oranges every year. I was going to say peaches, but I've got a peach tree. Out front. <laughs> it gives me about 50 pounds of peaches. So that's, that's the one piece of the gratitude. The other piece of the gratitude, which I just recently discovered. So I'm 55 years old and I have played in the arena of positive thought and that kind of stuff for about 40 years. And one of the things that I discovered in the last three years or so is it's not just about thinking gratitude. It's about feeling it. And actually on a cellular level, feeling grateful and having, you know, I'm right now I'm tingling a little bit because I'm feeling grateful. That cellular connection actually rocketed my gratitude to the moon when that, when that happened. It was just, it was a magical event happened about three years ago. And when I discovered that gratitude and positive thinking isn't just all about thinking, it's about feeling it as well. Exactly. Exactly. And this is where the value is. And uh, we actually want to feel things, not to think things. Yeah. Thinking helps with feelings. And if we think about a certain thing that, uh, that makes us feel something, mm-hmm. we actually want the feeling. And this is, this is wonderful that you actually showed us and you actually felt it uh, with yeah. us. And this, this is wonderful. Um, Thanks. <laughs> do you have uh, a certain word, some certain words of wisdom uh, quote that you love about gratitude? Uh, Yeah, so I've been thinking about this for the past couple of weeks since we chatted and decided to do this. And there's so many. I mean, there's a simple one, don't worry, be happy. Um, One of the things that I have discovered for me in my life is that the universe always takes care of me. You know, there's, there's the conversation that I have with my students and people that listen to me is that the lack lives in one place on the planet and only one place between our ears lack is a human construct and when i look to nature there's so much abundance here in nature like i said my citrus tree here gives me a hundred pounds of fruit every year right so you know that that's some gratitude appreciation that i have so i was driving down the road and i've been thinking about quotes and i was driving down the road the other day and on the side of this van was this saying And it said, it's a great day to have a great day. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's absolutely what I'm talking about. That's that's my quote. It's a great day to have a great day. (laughs) Very beautiful. Very beautiful. The other other thing I discovered a a while ago, maybe, I don't know, some years ago, is that when I get up in the morning, I have a choice. I have a choice to be happy or not. And often out when I'm out in the world, people will say to me, gosh, Greg, you're always so happy. 
what's, you know, what's going on? And I, that's what I tell them. I say, listen, here's the deal. I have a choice every single morning. Choose. Be happy. And I, you know, I deal with, um, I've been pretty open about this. I've, I've had Lyme disease. Uh, and Lyme disease is a chronic, nasty disease. And a lot of people with Lyme disease are uh, disabled. They can't work. And even in the face of that, I choose happy every morning because I don't feel great every morning. I didn't feel great when I got up this morning, but I choose happy. And I, what I found for myself is that in that choosing of happy, it, it makes me more happy. You know, it's like there's this, there's this tidal wave that comes with that. So it took a while. You know, it took a while, you know, a few years to get here. But, you know, once I got here, it's like, oh, now that's an easy choice. Hmm. Don't worry. Be happy. It's a great day to have a great day, you know, like that. that I could go on. So inspiring. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, by the way, uh, do you have a certain experience in your life that, that made you uh, into a more grateful person? <laughs> oh, Yes. Yeah, so on February 14th, 2013, I met the love of my life. Wow. <laughs> on Valentine's Day, not it wasn't our choice to meet on Valentine's Day. It just kind of happened that way. And her name is Heidi, and she's just a delight. And we have so much fun together. And, um, you know, the, the, the meaning of life for me just got a whole lot richer uh, when she came into my life. And, yeah, we have fun every day, and we laugh every day. And, you know, it's just like, Awesome. It's been four years now and I can, you know, I can imagine another 30 years ahead of us having fun and playing and hmm. yeah. That's so wonderful. That's yeah. so wonderful. You and, know, then the, yeah. then the other, the other piece is this place where I live. I've lived here for 28 years, uh, the urban farm. I moved here uh, 28 years ago in October and it gives me an opportunity to see nature in action to work in the flow of nature. Uh, you know, I've known for a very long time that there's something really wrong with the way we're living on the planet and the way we're eating on the planet. Our food system is, you know, especially in our country, in the United States, the food system is corrupt. It puts out bad food. It, you know, it makes people sick. And, you know, having an opportunity to connect people with their food in a place like this is a, a tremendous um, piece of gratitude for me and uh, you know a, a tremendous piece of love i you know i just can't say enough about that yeah i i've also uh, experienced this um eating something from your own garden or from directly oh. from from the garden yes uh, it's like it fills you up with energy it's it feels and also fills you up with with positive energy and uh with gratitude yeah. it's really really interesting how yeah. how this works and you feel like you said you feel more connected with uh with uh, earth with uh with nature yep and and this is this is amazing um and you say that people can uh can do this uh in their backyard or oh yeah backyard front yard if you have a pot on the front porch I, uh, so a few years ago, I actually have lived here 27 years and I took one year off and on my one year off of not living here at the urban farm, I rented a small townhome nearby and it had a 100 square foot 
back patio. It's like 10 by 10. And I grew a bunch of food there. You know, so you don't need a lot of acreage to grow food. You just need good creativity and, and you know, a willingness to, you know, eat your own tomato, baby. <laughs> That's so cool. That's so cool. So um, do you have some tips for, for our listeners on how they can do this, uh, how they can shift their perspective and create something like this in their front or in their backyard? Um, gratitude or urban farming? Let's start with gratitude. I already mentioned a couple, and th this is a really important one. Choose happy every day. You know, don't forget that there's no lack in the world. Uh, and, uh, yeah, just choose happy every day. As far as starting your own urban farm, really it's as easy as, you know, putting a pot with a tomato in it, tomato plant in it, and, you know, grow your own tomatoes because there is nothing better than growing something and eating it. It's just, it's just the best. Yeah, I remember uh, the smell of the tomato when it's on the plant. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Such an amazing <laughs> smell, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, on urbanfarm.org, if you go to urbanfarm.org, we always are giving lots of, of uh, free webinars and we have some paid classes and, you know, there's free content to learn. That's where you can find Urban Farm podcasts, uh, you know, like that. Wonderful, wonderful. So, um, Greg, if you could go back in time to uh, a time and place when, when you weren't so grateful, about <laughs> your life, uh, what would you tell your younger self? Oh, my gosh. Attitude? Um, chill out. Uh, get over it. Uh, pick happy. Um, uh, it's okay. There's, uh, you know, it's going to be okay. You know, I, I kind of alluded to this a little earlier. The universe is always taking care of me mm. you know, from a financial. I've been, I've been self-employed for 41 years. Wow. That means I've had, that means I've had to pay my house payment, pay the rent, make sure the utilities are paid. And every, I've never been late on my house payment. I've never uh, had the utilities turned off and a big part of that, and I discovered this a few years ago, a big part of this is just the universe, you know, handles things. It delivers. It shows up. And it always, always has. And that comes from this concept of losing the lack consciousness. Because it's this lack consciousness that keeps us stuck. You know, it keeps us in lack. And by choosing happy every day, uh, you know, and choosing prosperity california we sure have been through something like never before covid 19 deeply affected every aspect of our lives go to calhope.org hope lives here in california every day eventually it turns itself around hmm. and, and and it was just 10 years ago in fact here's here's another one for you so y'all know that uh that monkey mind that voice in your head that says, who do you think you are? You can't do that to be so great. So here's what happened. This happened um, in 2004, 2005. So what's that? Oh my gosh, like 12 years ago. So this voice is going off up here, right? And this is what I did. Excuse me, shut up. What I'm doing is much more important 
then whatever the hell you have to say, excuse me, but that's what I said. And interestingly, it shut it off. That voice basically went away because it's that voice that limits us, that says we, you know, we can't do it. So I recently had an experience. I'm a, a, a long distance runner. Uh, and when I say long distance, I mean uh, half marathon. So 13.1 miles, you know, what's that? 20 kilometers or something like that. Um, is that right? 20 kilometers? Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, anyways. And um, I am a, what they call a legacy runner. And I actually race walk these days because uh, running doesn't like my body. Uh, so I'm a legacy runner for this particular race. And a legacy runner means that I've run every single one of them. So this year I ran my 14th annual run wow. of 13.1 miles. And earlier in the year, I, I said to myself, well, maybe I'm not going to do it this year. And you know what happened? This voice chimed in and said, the heck you're not. So this voice became a positive for good thing for me. Wow. It was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. And I, you know, I attribute that to, uh, you know, being grateful and really staying positive and happy so that my monkey mind voice is now on my team rather than against me. This is so inspiring. Like, um, I know, I know for myself, uh, being self-employed and uh, wanting to do all kinds of great things in this world, Uh, it's not really easy to uh, to keep that uh, monkey mind <laughs> right all the time. Like, okay, but what what the hell are you going to survive doing that? How are... that's the lack coming up? Yeah, yeah, that totally. is the lack. Because here's my question for you: Has it ever not shown up the universe for you? It's, it's, it has never happened, actually. Yeah, <laughs> right. It always shows up exactly. Exactly. So we just have to, and the, here's the, here's the dichotomy of it all. The more we trust it, the, the more trustworthy it is. So it's really all about us trusting the universe. Once we trust the universe, it says, okay, I'm here to play. How can I help? <laughs> really cool. Yeah. 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 See this? Look, the sun's coming up <laughs> on my face. See it? Woo. It's uh I guess just what eight o'clock here in the morning, so the sun's just coming up over the horizon. Wow, I can't imagine how how beautiful it is to be outside. And uh, for for um, our listeners that uh, can't see us, uh, that are not watching on YouTube, um, Greg is actually outside, <laughs> and the sun uh, is just rising now, and uh, the atmosphere there is so beautiful that the birds are singing that you you can hear, but. Uh, It's such a beautiful atmosphere. Maybe you should jump on, on uh, my website and on georgianbenta.com and see uh, the interview and see how beautiful it is uh, where Greg is right now. It's really beautiful. Um, but getting back to, uh, to our interview, um, is there anything that you do consistently that helps you be a, a more grateful person, Greg? So getting out in nature is one of them. Uh, the cool thing is I work at my house. And so, you know, if I'm sitting at my desk, putzing along, doing whatever I'm doing, if I want to go out, I get on my bare feet and walk around the yard and um, pull weeds. You know, we always have a plethora of weeds here. Uh, so that's one thing. 
Um, Heidi and I have a, so she's a yoga teacher, a full-time yoga teacher. So she doesn't work full-time um, out of the house. So she'll go to a yoga class and come home. And so our banter back and forth, uh, you know, really keeps me grateful as well. Um, you know, and you know, another thing that happens, I had the work that I do brings on gratitude from people that is uh, mind blowing sometimes. So recently I had an event here at the urban farm and there were about 50 people here. We were learning how to prune trees and somebody left an envelope behind and it was a thank you card thanking me for the great work that I do. And this is, you know, this is not really uh, that unnormal. I get a lot of emails and that kind of stuff, but this was a handwritten note and inside of it was a hundred dollar bill. Wow. (laughs) You know, she just said, you know, thank you for all the great work you're doing and, you know, keep it up. I appreciate it. So, um, you know, again, that's, that's the prosperity and the gratitude of it all. It just, it just compounds itself and does it, you know, more and more and more. This is so beautiful. Wow. Yeah. I can imagine how you felt. Uh, because from my experience, um, there are two kinds of appreciation that mm-hmm. we desire, like uh, the emotional appreciation that um, people see us, that people um, appreciate us for who we are. Mm-hmm. But also, uh, from a professional standpoint, we yearn to be appreciated financially also, to see that yes. uh, people <laughs> appreciate our work and what we do, but also appreciate it, uh, sh- showing appreciation by um, giving us the, the reward, the financial reward that we, we deserve. Yeah. And uh, I think this is really beautiful that you, you received both of them. Yes. Letter. Yeah. <laughs> this is so cool. So way to go. It's, it's really great that people are appreciating you and they're appreciating your work. Um, and I think this this is a, has a lot to do with the fact that you are a grateful person, and I yeah. think that you attract this kind of right situation. It, just, it builds on itself and builds on itself. It's so fun to watch, actually. Too bad. Here's the other thing. Too bad I'm 55 and you know just discovered this in my 50s. Too bad I couldn't have discovered it in my 20s. You know. Yeah. So <laughs> that, that's why I was asking, what would you tell your younger self? Because um, there are people that are younger that are listening to us. Um, yeah. You are younger than you, maybe older than me, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and um, I think that this is a, a way to inspire them to uh, to learn from what what you had, would have loved to know uh, yeah. back in, in the day, like. 10 years or 20 years before. Yeah. And I think this, this can be really valuable for, for the ones listening to us. Um, I know that you mentioned uh, your wife, mm-hmm. um, but do you have other people also that you are grateful for and that uh, you would like to mention? Absolutely. You know, I have, um, I have three or four friends that I've known for decades. My friend Bill, I've known him since uh, 1979, coming up on 40 years. And, um, you know, my buddy Jim, I've known him for 25 years. And, and th- those are my, they're both successful businessmen, businessmen here in town. And uh, my friend Leah, who I've known for 25 years, she's a successful businesswoman here in town. And, and uh, you know, they're my go-to people, um, you know, when I get 
you know, when I get kicked, when I'm not feeling so great, when things aren't, you know, aren't perfect, uh, they're my go-to people that I, you know, I ring up and say, hey, <laughs> what's the deal here? So, yeah, that's, that's a really important thing to have a, a good support crew around you that, that knows who you are. See, that's the, that's the thing that often our friends and family are keeping us stuck and they're not necessarily, you know, they, they like us the way we are. They like the normality of it and they want to keep us where we're at and they don't necessarily um, see that they're holding us back. So I, I have people in my life that look for my greatness and have call me to be greater. And I think that's, uh, you know, that's a real important piece. Yeah. And this is wonderful to, to have such, um, such people around and, uh, it's beautiful that you found people that also have the kind of time, like business people usually are very busy and, uh, it's beautiful that you have people that are also on their own path, like yeah. you are, and uh, that are also that also have the time to to invest in the relationships because yeah. one of one of the most important things that uh, we think about when it comes to being grateful are the relationships that we have. Yeah, uh, they yeah, they make absolutely. us they make us uh, grateful and. Um, appreciative of uh, of the world that we're living in and uh, everything around. All right. So, um, do you have some uh, books that you uh, want to recommend uh, on <laughs> on this aspect? Yeah. So, there's one book that changed my life forever. It's about a gorilla. Uh, so, it's a work of fiction. The gorilla is the teacher, and it's called Ishmael by Daniel Quinn. And it is an, um, an absolutely amazing book on, uh, on our culture and how, how we came to be as our culture. Um, uh, and it's, it's a powerful book. So I, I would highly recommend uh, that. In fact, I live my life by what I call Ishmaelian or Quinian philosophy now. Because uh, Daniel Quinn wrote the book. And, and I, he's, he's got 14 books out. I've read them all. And... It's, you know, it's really about how we can live more effectively, more lovingly on the planet and, um, yeah, like that. And then, you know, there's, there's another thing that I've studied for over 20 years, actually over 25 years now, called permaculture, P-E-R-M-A-C-U-L-T-U-R-E. And so the Permaculture Designer's Manual or Introduction to Permaculture or Gaia's Garden is another great book on permaculture and how to integrate permaculture. Basically, I like to call permaculture the art and science of working with nature. So how do we plug in and work with nature rather than what we human beings do, which is work against nature? In fact, I wrote this in uh, 1996. I couldn't believe it. This is 20 years ago I wrote this, this quote. Our downfall, and I, okay, so I'll be right up front. It's a little bit morose, but it's it's poignant and it, it makes a really good point. Our downfall as a species is that we're arrogant enough to think we can control mother nature and stupid enough to think it's our job. Hmm. So that's, you know, for me, uh, working with nature is really, how do we work in the flow? In fact, I use this metaphor all the time. We as human beings um, fight nature all the way. And so it's like, you, you know, you ever been tubing down a river? 
you, know, you start at the top of the river and are boating down a river. If you go floating down a river, they start down, at the top yeah. of, they start at the top of the river and they float down river. Okay, so that's my metaphor for nature. Right, and we're we're smart enough to think about as human beings to think about floating down river. You know, when our boats are in our tubes, but from a metaphorical perspective, we as human beings, we like to start at the bottom and fight our way upstream with nature. And as my buddy, my buddy and late friend, Toby Hemingway says, nature always bats last. Nature's always going to win. Stop fighting it. That's so true. That's so true and really inspiring. I think that. Uh, working with nature um, is something that's that's really beautiful and helps us uh, go with the flow of nature. Yes, and, um, absolutely. Yes, that's what I also want to ask you. Uh, how is it? What do you feel when you work with nature? When you work in your garden, what is it that you feel when you do that? So I've meditated for a very long time. Let me put it this way. Oh, the sun's in my eyes. So you'll have to put up with a shadow on my face. No um, um, oh, wow. All right, there we go. It's gone as fast as it was there. What did you ask me? <laughs> yeah, no problem. So um, what do you feel when you work with, uh, with yeah. uh, nature, when you work in your garden? Great. So I've meditated for or attempted to meditate for many, many decades um, you know, sometimes I do what I, you know, I consider a good job and sometimes not. What I've found is that me digging in the yard, planting plants, being with nature is really my meditation. You know, I, my mind doesn't wander a lot. It's just, you know, I get out in the garden and I, you know, I do some work and, and magic happens. It's really cool. That's wonderful. And uh, I think that not having a, a really big place in which you you need to work on on your plants and everything um helps also because uh it shouldn't be it shouldn't get to be a chore right like something that right. you, you must do yeah. and something that's really hard and yeah um, oh i don't have any must do's in my life anymore for the most part i mean i got to do my books on a monthly basis and you know but those aren't must do's that's just part of business but yeah i don't do must do's not interested <laughs> that's beautiful so um do you have a final message for for our listeners on on gratitude on what's your view and what's your has been your experience and what you would like to share about gratitude mm, um just you know i i think i've said it all choose it choose it every day be happy feel it down to your toes uh, literally stand there and feel gratitude in your body and see what happens. It'll, you know, it's magical. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much, Greg, for, for being with us and for sharing your, your wisdom. It has been incredible. Thank you so Absolutely. much. Are you looking for an easy way to be more grateful and happy during work days? Get the daily checklist with the best five ways to easily supercharge your gratitude during workdays. You will discover the simple tricks that will make gratitude easy for you that I've learned from interviewing amazing successful people for the Gratitude Podcast. You will also have simple daily checklists that you can print and use right now and also tips for what to do when you wake up, when you're on your commute, at work, after work and before sleep.
You can find it on georgianbenta.com slash checklist. Again, georgianbenta.com slash checklist.